0: Hello and welcome to inspo with id my name is idimia george and on inspo with id i bring to you education motivation and inspiration today we're going to talk about a very important topic especially for business owners in nigeria um, considering that they have to cope with a lot of challenges and you don't want to add litigation to all of those challenges so with me i have a very special guest he is a legal practitioner a consultant and a public affairs analyst, he is Mr. Ibombo Paraboma Nelson. You're welcome to Inspo with ID.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Okay, this topic is really important, and I want you to speak to business owners. Um, we're talking about um, avoiding legal risks in Nigeria, and we know that comes with a lot. So I would like you to talk to us about the first steps we need to take. If someone is trying to avoid litigation or any of such issues what are the first things they need to consider?
1: Very importantly, every society is governed by laws so you want to look at the laws of the land and the ways it applies to your business what are risks of course they are dangers and if you're talking about legal risk you're looking at those um, liabilities that come with the law or that come with not keeping the law you want to look at, first of all, what are the laws of the land. We have criminal laws, we have civil laws. Now, for purposes of um, transaction between individuals, it falls squarely within civil laws. Mm -hmm. So there are civil liabilities and not criminal liabilities in this sense. You're also looking at the contractual relationship between you and your parties. First of all, between the business owner and the laws of the land and how it relates to businesses. Mm -hmm. Secondly, between the business owner and the people that will do business with Mm him. Now, thirdly, you also want to look at the business, Business owner and the people that will render service for him, and also looking at those that render services for him. Also looking at those that will be dealing with customers right. as authorized by the business owner. Okay, that means your agents or every other person that will be doing any business transaction. On your behalf now these are the three levels of understanding that every business person should have especially when he's dealing with the business and legal risk that we emanate from them
0: okay so let's talk about um registration and licensing because businesses different businesses have um different processes
1: now very importantly you want to look at what you're going into to determine how you want to get registered. Under the Companies and Allied Matters Act that was just recently amended, you could register as a company, you could have a business name, you could be an incorporated trustee, depending on what you're doing. Okay. But most often than not, you see, when people start businesses, they may not have the funds to go on with registration immediately. So they do business for a bit and go up. For registration, it depends on your capital, your resources, and what you really want to go into. That would dictate exactly what kind of registration. If you're a small business, you want to do a business name and start from there. If you want to be, you want to increase it to enable you transact with a larger populace. You want to become um, a company registered under the Companies and Allied Matters Act, a limited liability company. Now, if your style of business would include charitable activities like church, non-governmental organization, you also want to be registered as an incorporated trustee. Now, all of these are easy ways. The, The lawyer provided how you can go about it. If you consult a lawyer, they'll be able to do all of these for you. But then, what you must consider is the kind of business you want to go into and your capacity at the moment should determine what kind of registration that you would love to offer your business.
0: Okay. And so it's really important. Um if let's say you're going into a hotel business or um a food business or whatever it is, there are laws that govern, you know, such transactions. And now, transactions. now, first
1: of all, having been registered with the corporate affairs commission, you now have the licence to do business. Now, in any of the business fields you want to go into, there are still other regulatory bodies. There are non-governmental, there are government agencies that manage those activities. For yes. instance, if you're going into a food business full and hotel and catering businesses, there is need for you to look at what you're doing and the regulatory agencies that manage what you're doing. For instance, you want to open a, a pharmacy, I haven't gotten registration the proper documentation to enable you do a pharmacy, there is the need for you to do registration with regulatory agencies. For instance, you have NAFTAC. If you come down to your state, you could have the pharmaceutical association of your state. You yes. could have the state bodies that are looking into pharmaceutical uh, uh, activities. And you don't want to, don't want to run contrary to what yes. the law have said. So you look at these regulatory agencies, both at the national and at the state level, right. as it applies to your business. The reason is this. Yes, you can do business haven't been registered, but if those agencies are not, uh, you have not um, um, crossed your T's and dotted your I's yes. with regards to those regulatory agencies, now you run into a serious problem. Let's use, for instance, even uh, the, you have Apart from the government-approved um, um, association or those permitted by law, regulatory agencies permitted by law, even there are even um, associations that even govern what you do. Yes. For instance, you, you are a lawyer. You come to Bielsa State. You want to do the business of lawyering and you want to open a law office. Of course, you need a business to register your business, either as a business name or as a company that is a limited liability company. I haven't yes. done that. The law, the law that regulates. Legal activities have stated what and what you need to do. For instance, you need to belong to a branch of the Nigerian Bar Association. As you open your law office, you need to notify the branch that you belong in that a law office is here and you are made up of a social number of persons. That is with regard to law firm. Even keke drivers yes. today, tricycle drivers today, have associations. Haven't been registered with the transport agency. Haven't gotten your vehicle and documentation everything licensed. Of course, some of them even have police screening. Beyond that, you go to the Ministry of Transport that's working in in union, in unison with the Nigerian Police Force. So they give you a, an MOT number, of course, that makes it easy for you to be tracked. You register, you put your details there. so that They can use this information to manage security and also increase business, do further planning. So beyond registering with the law, giving you license or permission to do so, you also want to register, uh, relate with regulatory agencies. Beyond that, other associations that protect the interest of your business are also relevant agencies that you want to relate with.
0: All okay. right. So could you talk to us about um, the importance of getting legal counsel for your business? Because a lot of people um, underestimate this and feel maybe lawyers are too <laughs> expensive. It's too expensive to get lawyers. And also about the need to keep proper documentation about tran- um, of transactions, rather, because this has um, put a lot of people in problems.
1: One thing that is important is that every activity is governed by laws. And anytime you're in breach of it, it leaves you, you are the mercy of the law. That is not healthy at all. So it's important that anytime you want to take any step, you meet a lawyer to guide you. Resort to the services of a lawyer. If you want to get drugs, a pharmacist is the place you go to. Yes. To meet a pharmacist. You go to a pharmacy to meet a pharmacist. If you're sick, you go to the hospital. Medical doctors will attend to you. If you want to learn um, 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 baking skills, for instance, you go to the professional bakers. So they guide and direct you, this is how you do it, this is how not to do it, yes. in this circumstance this is what you do. Now, If you want to go into business knowing that it is regulated by law, what do you do? You resort to the, you resort to the counsel of a lawyer. Now, I know that a lot of people say, oh, lawyers are too expensive and all of that. You see, there's this saying that uh, shoe, has in sizes, uh, shoe are in sizes, just like men. Men are also in sizes. In sizes. The same thing applies to to lawyering. You know, there are some um, high-flying lawyers that are... Um, um, A-grade lawyers, they are B-grade lawyers, they are C-grade lawyers. It doesn't mean one no more than the other, but in everything, there are capacities. Yeah. For us, you have senior advocates of Nigeria that are high-flying. There people who want to consult them. If you're consulting to people like that, of course, you pay more. Those below that cadre, you can also pay a bit less than you pay to the senior advocate. Now, those even a bit below, those that are upcoming are doing well. Of course, they can still they will charge you for professional services, but then you cut your coat according to your court. You look for a lawyer that is able to do it for you. Some can do it for a million for big people, some can do it for 500, some others can take a hundred thousand. A lawyer can even be your friend and he says, Oh, and my friend wants to do business yes. and he has come to consult me. He values law enough to want to look at things legally. They could even do it for free over a, 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 a lunch. Over lunch, they could give you cancel. So, yes. even if you can't afford it, you can have a lawyer friend that could give you advice. This is very important because you don't want to run contrary to the law. Yes. There are loads of challenges to, in doing business in Nigeria. Nigeria does not... And
0: some of these issues run for years.
1: Yes, that's the truth. And Nigeria does not really um, rank very highly in uh, climates that have created enabling business environment.
0: It's yes, better it, to avoid the problem in the first
1: place. Yeah, so you, you don't want to jump into litigation yes. as another arm of your challenge, while doing business and managing your resource, get cancelled, especially legal advice. It will help you you in avoiding the pitfalls that may have been created by law. Sometimes the consequences of managing a conflict that has arisen is much more than avoiding it.
0: Yes, (laughs) most times. All right. So let's talk about um, litigation that's brought on by employees. You know, sometimes a company just falls into problems like this because of one employee, can you talk to us about that and how to avoid
1: such situations? Now, it is important that whoever represents you as your agent or a representative is well trained and understands the scope of his job. It is important because anytime your employee or your agent, your representative, misbehaves, or refuses to keep obligation that you owe a person, you are held liable. There's one term in law that is known as vicarious liability. That means those that work for you, the liability will fall on Mm -hmm. you in the event that they don't keep contractual obligations, or they run contrary to demands of the terms of condition of service that you say you want to offer. For instance, someone is preparing to dedicate his child and he has brought a pastor from faraway lagos and they have booked a flight for 11 and they are supposed to start it by 9 finish by 10 so that he can leave by 11. your services have been procured to bring drinks and food now it gets to that time you do not bring it you bring it at about 11 or maybe close to 11 when the person is supposed to leave so they are not able to serve that person as at when due. it is a breach and even though you may not be there, those people that are acting on your behalf or in your stead will be held responsible and the liabilities will come to you. Now, in Nigeria, a lot of people look at timing as not a very serious issue. Yes. Eh, I just finished <laughs> this thing in it a very short while. But late. then, even five minutes late, It's a challenge because you have breached the contract agreement, especially with respect to time. Now, what you do in such cases is you ensure that your employee, your agent or your representative knows exactly what what he's supposed to do so that they can do it not just in the way that is expected, but as at when due. They are not going beyond bound. Because if they misbehave or underperform in the delivery of service, you will be held They're liable. Person. However, in law, there are exceptions to this rule. When a person knows what to do, and instead of doing what he's expected to do, he goes beyond what he's supposed to do, and that extra causes liability, the person will be held They're personally be. liable because mm-hmm. he has gone beyond his scope approved by you. And in jotting that scope, he has also... Falling short. Now that shortfall will be labelled, will be kept for him to bear because the scope of responsibility given to him is important. Now you can also not take away the place of an employee thinking out of the box in order to reach a solution. Of course, those are the kind of people you need. They are not straight jacketed people, people that can think within and outside the box to bring in solutions to your business. So it's important you train, retrain, and constantly keep check, keep tabs of these people that render services on your behalf because if they keep liabilities on you trust me you are going to spend monies that you may not have you planned for. Plan
0: to spend. All right, that's very important. And the um the conduct of your employees is also very important. You do not permit things um such as um sexual assault or harassment even in a very minute form, you don't permit it in your business so that it doesn't create problems for you later on, irrespective of who this person is. This person might be your friend, your sister, your um, family member, but if they have attitudes that bring problems to your business, you need to solve it. I need to call them to order. Finally, let's talk about loans. Um, Several businesses have gone down the drain because of Loans, inability to pay loans and all of that, what should business owners take into consideration when taking loans, the kind of loans to take, the kind of loans to avoid?
1: Now, certainly, loans are not bad. It's not bad to borrow. A lot of people think, the minute they mention loans, people get skeptical. Oh, loan, no, how do I pay? Oh, exactly. No, loans are not bad at all in business. But then... Using it for the purpose for which it was taken is what is more important. Because if you don't use the loan for the purpose for which that loan was built, it becomes a challenge. That one must be made very clear. Now, secondly, it is important to state that your peculiar need should determine the kind of no, loan no facility that you go for. Some could be a short term loan, some others a mid term loan, and some others. A long-term, long-term loan. Now, you do not just hop into any of these category of loans. What you do naturally is that you look at the peculiar need of your business, and that need will determine the kind of loan that you should secure. Now, even as you're securing loans, you have to be careful because sometimes, you know, if you most of us get buy phones, right? Yeah. And when we buy phones, and we are configuring it. At some point, you see long articles that are written. We don't no, even go through all of it.
0: Them, you know, we do
1: say, I agree, I agree, I, I agree. accept, I accept. Because we are in need of the loan, we just accept, take it like that and sign. Now, that is a dangerous trend for anybody that wants to take a loan. It is advisable that if you must secure a loan, please read the terms and conditions of the loan because people can actually be funny. Sometimes the first three lines or paragraphs, maybe first ten conditions of the loan could be sounding very sweet and pleasing to your ears. But in between some other terms and conditions that would be dangerous to you or make nonsense, all of those first ten may be there and you have not read it, you have just accepted it. So at this point, it is also important that you consult the services of a lawyer or an expert a financial expert you know an accountant a financial expert a financial consultant a lawyer or any other person in this category so that they can advise you properly you don't just take a loan go there and you sign off the documents you take the documents read the terms and conditions and see how they apply to your peculiar need because you are the one that is wearing the shoe you know it bites so you know how to offset these monies when they are good secondly haven't taken a loan, a loan is not uh, charity money given to you. It is money that you want to use for a purpose. Yes. So you must tie the loan to the purpose for and which it is meant. It. That means you require a very huge level of discipline. You know, no other need should sideline the money that has been taken for loan. You must ensure to use that the monies for that purpose. Because if you are not able to, of course... Tied to loans are interests. Now, it could be a simple interest, it could be a compound Compound interest, interest. or any other interest. So the minute you default, that means you're already running into a problem, and that is already endangering your business. They could take out a civil action against you and also claim the interest, as well as damages for going to court. Now, that is a three-level of, you still be paying the loan, (laughs) you'll be paying the interest, interest, and and of course, damages. damages. If they're able to prove General or specific damages, all of those, the court will grant to them. And now, that will not be good for your business. There is a very ugly trend that we find. You take a loan facility, at the end of the day, you're not able to pay. The creditor goes to the police, you know, to secure the service of the police, get you arrested, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, you sign an undertaking and that you must pay... You must pay the money within some time or you must pay within a, a certain amount or a, a certain period over a certain installment. Now, that is not the position of the law. A contract between parties, especially with regards to collection of loan, is a civil transaction. And it is not a criminal transaction. The police is only empowered to deal with criminal transactions. Okay. So they are not empowered by law to come and be debt recovery agent the courts down from the trial from the high courts to the court of appeal and the supreme court have frowned against it they have made pronouncement it is unconstitutional for the police to be a debt recovery agent but they do that a lot they go around people and a lot of people do not even know that the police do not have rights to retrieve debts on behalf of others what they are supposed to do is when you come and complain they find that it is a civil transaction, they refer the party to go to court. court. Go to court and claim your monies. Not, you now use the instrumentality of the police that is supposed to be fighting crime to now fight civil wrong. Most times, the police officers do it for the incentive that could come. Maybe you are arrested, you secure yourself on bail, they will be there to midwife, use threat, Mm -hmm. intimidation. Those are instruments of the state. And coercion, by virtue of the fact that they are security agencies, that is wrong in its entirety. A loan is a, a loan between parties is a purely civil transaction, and right. the police does not have right to retrieve debt on behalf of anybody because they are not civilly permitted by law to so do. Their jurisdiction ends just in criminal, criminal offences. Now, I must also quickly add that one thing that is important is information keeping. You must keep data because okay. it is the data that will determine what happened, when it happened, and to whom it happened. Yes. If you don't have records guiding your transactions, you have already opened loopholes for anybody to deal with you legally and otherwise. In fact, your employee can even defraud you because you do not have records of the transactions you're doing. So what do you do? You keep proper record, record of every transaction, record of the person you're dealing with, the, the uh, um extent to which you are dealing with the person, if monies are involved, the amount of monies involved. if there are time frame, you record all of this. And you know if you keep record, you also build customer base by so yes. doing because next time you can just call them to say, "Ah how are you? We are still in business. hope you're fine. Was how was our?" Really you can also get feedback from yes. these people that you have transacted with in the past and if you do well surely. They will come for you, they will recommend more people to for you, to, to you to engage in your businesses. So record keeping is an extremely important part. It can also save you from litigation. Someone could say something that is different from what actually what transpired. You so read, yes. you could run back to, to your, your document, records and it I'm gives really you information and guide to show that no, contrary to what this person is claiming, this is what it happened, actually yes. should have been. And at that point, you can really, really stand your ground. That is one of the beauties of record-keeping.
0: Wow, thank you so much. This conversation has been so enlightening. And for business owners, I'm sure you've learned a thing or two. So, what are your final words to those doing business in Nigeria?
1: Now, I want to, first of all, congratulate and appreciate them. Because the climate under which they do business is not very clement. Yes. A lot of factors, a lot of taxes, a lot of challenges they are faced with it. So anybody that does business in Nigeria successfully or near successfully or have even thought of engaging in it and starting it should be congratulated. Now, beyond that, they should have information. There are certain facilities that the federal government, the state government, that local government are giving out to support small business owners. A lot of people think it's a lie because of the wide level of fraud. Some of them are very genuine and legitimate. You can assess these facilities either to get finance or to get knowledge that will help your business. Now, you don't want to engage in an unlawful business. Please, by all means, engage in legitimate businesses that are not frowned against by by the the laws of the land. Now, while doing business, it is take risks. It's important to take risks. But in risking, please do take calculated risks. Don't shoot beyond your bounds. Now, consult a lawyer, especially when you would engage in transactions that have to bind you. Consult a lawyer. It will help you. We are in an information age. So it is important to take advantage of the information tech um, communication technology that is available. available. Use the social media platforms. Go global. It is easier today than it used to be it's many global, years yes. back. Just by a social media account, you can advertise to a wide range of um, all customers over all over the world, not just within your area, all over the world. And if you have quality it doesn't matter where you are. People will look for you. I want to advise them, for those that believe in God, to also apply this principle as they also bank in God. The Bible says, I will bless the work of your hand. Now, if you have chosen to put something, find yourself doing something, you have chosen to get something in your hand, of course, if you talk to God, certainly He will, he will bless yes. that work of your hand. That is the shorty. thank you very much
0: thank you so much for coming on the show i've been discussing with mr ibombo paraboma nelson a legal practitioner a consultant and a public affairs analyst so if you'd like to get in contact with him you can send me a dm on instagram at idemir george or on facebook at inspo with id and he'll be glad to hear from you and assist you in whatever ways he can. Thank you so much for listening till I come your way again. Bye.